Hello and welcome to a new episode of Pop Culture Junkies. I'm Steph. I'm Michelle. And we're back. And we are <laughs> We're ready. We're ready to go. Yay. <laughs> this is our first episode of season two. Woohoo! Michelle, we um, I was just looking. We recorded our first episode July twenty eighth, or we released it, I should say. July twenty eighth, two thousand nineteen. Oh my gosh. It doesn't seem it's been that long. We kind of (laughs) fell off with the pandemic and everything, but hopefully we're back on track now. Yeah, we have some things planned for the rest of the season. We're going to keep doing conversations, interviews. We'll have some fun stuff planned. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Yeah. It's only going to get better. Right. Now that things are sort of reopening in the world and more people are getting vaccinated and it feels a little bit safer for us to venture out, how are you coping with re-entering the world? Hesitantly. There's so many people that aren't vaccinated still that aren't going to vaccinate, but I'm still wearing my mask in the stores. Well, not that I really go to that many stores, but like CVS and all that. I'm still wearing my masks in there, but I did go to Paige about, it's been almost a month now, and I didn't wear my mask the whole time there. Uh, I wasn't around that many people, but starting to get back, starting to feel normal out there. Yeah. Paige in uh, Northern Arizona. Yes. Yes, and I thought about you the whole time when I was driving through Flagstaff. (laughs) And then you ended up being there when I came back. (laughs) Isn't that funny? Totally random. I know. I was sitting and you're like, oh, I'm at blah, blah. And I'm like, I was just in there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so backstory, I went to college in Flagstaff. And so I work for a K-12 school and there was a school district conference that happened in Flagstaff and our partnership team at my school would normally attend the conference, but they were launching a big statewide partnership with a math program for schools. So they needed someone to attend the conference. And since I was still in Phoenix at that time, they asked me if I would go. So I basically packed up my little Kia Soul with a bunch of like flyers and a banner and things to set out on our conference table. (laughs) And the conference was at Little America in Flagstaff, which of all the years that I was there for school, I never ended up going to Little America. So it was kind of neat to like stay there and walk around and see it. But literally the first thing I did as soon as I hit Milton Road, when you come up on the I-17 is I made like almost an immediate left right into my favorite sandwich spot that's still there. So I think I walked in and like nobody there would be there from like when I was in school, but I was just excited because like the actual restaurant itself hasn't changed at all. So, and the food's still good, obviously. That's awesome. I had thought about checking with you to see where we could stop to eat in Flagstaff. My brother called before then and he's Mm -hmm. like, oh, I go to this burger place and it's the best burger place ever. So Diablo or the what was it? Diablo burger or bun bun hugger. Oh, something like that. Bun huggers is an old staple. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, my littlest niece is so picky. So we had to find somewhere that she would actually eat. So it was probably for the best, but makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. When I was in school there, there was this, 
family-run Mexican restaurant and the food was so good and the owner was there like all the time so he recognized us when we would come in and I think it was like at least once a week that we would go out to his restaurant and he closed it shortly after we graduated so I don't know if because we weren't keeping him in business anymore he had to close (laughs) it or if it's just a coincidence but uh, man I miss that restaurant salsa they were like the best Mexican food restaurant in Flagstaff oh I bet yeah, it was, I, I enjoyed Flagstaff. We didn't stay for too long. We, but then we wanted to get home and I bought a new car about three months ago and it is the most uncomfortable car to drive long drives in. The way the new Elantra mm-hmm. comes out, they, they narrow in. So there's nowhere to put your leg when you're driving and there's nowhere on the passenger mm-hmm. side for you to put your left leg then. So you're kind of, and it's got a bar next to the, uh, shifter mm-hmm. so you sit sideways in either seat whichever way you're sitting and my sister's like this car is the most uncomfortable car i've ever been and i'm like yeah well you should try driving a long distance because i had nowhere to put my leg oh. so you because it comes in so your legs pushing to the side and it's like my brother got in last night and he's just like this car is ridiculous <laughs> and i says well Maybe it's just because I have fat legs and, uh, and I'm like, I can't get comfortable. But my brother's a beanpole and he is like, I can't ride in this car. I can't drive this car. Yikes. So, <laughs> I was like, I just want to go home. Mm, yeah, that's not fun. Speaking of little cars. Um, so I'm currently back in Oregon with my mom and stepdad. And I will borrow my mom's Fiat whenever I want to like go to the gym or go to the store or whatever. So her Fiat, I feel like I'm in a clown car every time I get into it. (laughs) I bet. She is shorter than me. So her seat is like always like super close to the steering wheel, I feel like. And so I'll get in and like my knees are like rubbing against the bottom of the steering wheel. And then it's just such a tiny car in general. So I kind of feel like I'm in a clown car like driving around for it like I feel like I have to duck to like look under the top of the car yeah windscreen I don't know it's just weird yeah that would drive me crazy I have long legs so and I'm like it's very awkward for me when I get in a car and your steering wheel's up so far and I'm like Mm -hmm. I feel that my foot is way beyond the pedals and if I go back too far though I have a short upper body and I have shorter arms. And then I'm all, <laughs> I like that I'm doing this because we're on video and we can see each other. I know, right? <laughs> <I'm> like, what? <laughs> Maybe that's my problem too. Maybe I have like a weird upper body because I don't like it when the seat is like pitched back. The part that is your back. Yeah. I don't like it at an angle. I like I it a little bit higher. I understand how guys, as soon as they get in the car, the first thing they do is they lay it all the way back and they're all leaned all the way back and stretched out. I'm like, how is that comfortable? Yeah, that doesn't work for me. That's not my ideal. No, when I get in my mom's, if my mom's driving, I get in the car and my dad's got the seat back and I'm all leaned way back. I'm like, I feel like I'm laying down. <laughs> right. Yeah, it doesn't work. Let's try to. There he <laughs> is. Comes. Hi, Barnes. He was climbing the back of the, the chair. It was, it was like I was moving. That's how he got himself up here as he climbed the back of the chair. He says, oh, here I come. Yeah, I closed my door so you won't see my Yorkies until later. Oh, if I closed the door, you would hear him screaming at the top of his lungs if I was somewhere he couldn't be. Oh, Lord. I go in the bathroom and sometimes I'll just shut the door just because I'd like to go to the bathroom in peace and quiet every once in a while. That's him. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you would think that he's dying the way he is at the door just screaming. He's a character. I know. He dropped his baby. He has his bunny that's his baby. He dropped that bunny behind the couch the other day. And my mm-hmm. couch is heavy and I can't pull it out. But he started screaming. I had no idea what was going on. And I thought he had his head stuck behind the couch. Oh, because he was trying to like dig for yeah. it. And I was gonna, I was gonna die laughing if he was stuck. I would have been videotaping him before I saved him because it was hilarious. But then he whips his head out and he looks at me and he lets out that god awful scream again. And I look back there and there's the bunny. And I'm like, I don't know how I'm gonna get your baby. <laughs> so I got a back scratcher. That's the only way my mom pets him is with a back scratcher. She extends it out and scratches him because she's afraid he's gonna bite her. Aww. So. I tried to dig him out with that, and Barnes knocked the back scratch out of my hand. So, <laughs> it's 10.30 at night. He's screaming nonstop. I'm like, who am I going to call? I, it's going to be horrible if I have to call my mom to come over here and help me get his baby out. But he wasn't going to stop screaming until he had it. Mm-hmm. I had to pull the end tables out. I had to get the broom and get the back scratcher out, but I couldn't get the bunny with the broom because the bunny had rolled so it was halfway under the couch and I couldn't get the broom in there enough to get him. I had to get the back scratcher. It took us about 40 minutes to fish that out. He screamed the entire time, the entire time, sat there just screaming as he watched me. That's like when you have a baby and you're trying to like make their bottle, but they're screaming bloody murder until you give it to them. Yep. He's your fur baby. He's my fur baby. (laughs) Well, my family is adjusting to life with a puppy again. They've been spoiled with Mercedes, who's like nine, I think, at this Mm -hmm. point. And then they got Cheekies, and she's like a little terror. She is so adorable, though. She's obsessed with my foot slippers. Like, if I kick off a slipper and, like, don't pay attention, she'll snag it and run. (laughs) (laughs) She is so adorable. (laughs) She's really cute, luckily. Does she like you better than Mercedes? She does, actually. So if I am, like, waking up in the morning, as soon as my door opens, she comes running to say hi. She wants me to scratch her back. And then um, if I, like, go into the bathroom to get ready, she'll stare at me and like try to climb in after me like she wants to sneak in and hang out Aww. and then like later in the day around 11 11 30 if I'm working at my desk she'll come in and she'll help herself and climb into the little doggy bed that's under my desk Aww. and then she'll just hang out there for at least a good hour unless I get up to go make some lunch so she's definitely more interested in hanging out with me than Sadie is <laughs> take that Mercedes <laughs> Take that. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) And I feel like she bullies Mercedes a little bit. Like, she'll she'll try to play with Sadie, and Sadie's, like, not interested. And then if she gets up, if Mercedes starts walking away, Chiquis will come along. And I don't know how to explain it, but it's almost like she's, like, hurting her or, like, cutting her off when she's (laughs) trying to walk somewhere. So we have to tell her to quit being mean to her older sister. Of course. (laughs) And because, as we normally do, we've been, we went off topic. <laughs> How are you adjusting to life with post-pandemic happening? I am adjusting okay. I think the pandemic was probably bad for me because my tendency as an introvert is already to just want to stay home and be a hermit. And so the pandemic pretty much reinforced that and gave me a reason that I could do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's hard. So I am an extrovert, yeah. but since the pandemic, I've become such an introvert. I'm like, I struggle with going and seeing people. And I'm like, I'm kind of okay with it. Yeah. And then on one hand, it'll drive me crazy that I don't see people. On the other, if you invite me, I will have a million excuses. Yeah. I tried to 
be a little bit more outgoing, I guess, before I left Phoenix, because I knew I only had purchased my one-way ticket to Portland for the summer, and I'm trying to stay here for as long as possible through the heat of Phoenix. So I tried to be a little bit better about it and like see my family. And then my sister just had a baby in May. So I wanted to hang out with my new little niece. Um, so just like hanging out with family and stuff like that, I tried to be a little bit better about actually going out and meeting people for things, but I will probably never go back to, um, grocery store shopping in the store versus doing I said that I'm like, I am so happy to not grocery store shop. It's amazing. Exactly. And then last night I met up with my friend Evan for dinner in Portland and we were walking around and I think like the mask limitations have eased as of like June 30th here in Oregon or in the Portland area. But um, some places still have signs up that say like wear your mask or whatever. So I just keep mine in my purse. But if I'm ever like in a place where there are a lot of people or like in the elevator, I just put it on. Like I don't care that I I'm vaccinated. Yeah. I want to just make sure that I'm safe, I guess. It makes me feel right. more comfortable. We're all vaccinated in my family, except for the two youngest. But my brother got COVID two mm-hmm. weeks ago. So he was pretty bummed because, of course, he's vaccinated and then he got it. So yeah. we all had to hurry and go test, but we're fine. Everybody was negative but him. But, I mean, being vaccinated, he, he felt dizzy the first night. That's how he knew something was wrong. And then he had a fever. He said for about three hours the next day. And other than that, he's felt great. So, I mean, the vaccine works, people. Yeah. It works. He, of course, he couldn't go to work, but I mean, he's felt great. He's been doing all kinds of things. That's good. Good. Yeah. So in the meantime, because I am still working virtually, I feel like, I don't know what's wrong with me, Michelle. I am such a tryhard. (laughs) (laughs) So... I've been like writing as much as possible. Like I'm 90,000 words into my my work in progress. So I'm really happy about that. July is another Camp NaNoWriMo. And I said I would do it, but it's three days into the month and I haven't started um, (laughs) any goals. So I kind of joke on that. (laughs) And then do you remember me telling you that there was like a writer's conference that asked me to help moderate some panels? Yes. So that nonprofit, Write High, they were looking for volunteers and they wanted people to help them with marketing. So I was like, I would love to help you with marketing because I really liked the organization and kind of like what they stand for. They try Mm -hmm. to be like a resource, a free resource for writers, especially writers that are marginalized. So Mm -hmm. um, they asked me to join their volunteer team with marketing. And we had such a good conversation when we talked about it that they asked me to be their marketing lead. So yeah, there are four other volunteers that are working with me to start taking over the marketing aspects of Right Hive and just kind of like sort of like getting started a couple days ago and like looking around and seeing some of the things. Um, I feel like there are some good wins that we can do for their nonprofit and hopefully help like help them amplify the work that they're doing in the writing community. So I'm really excited about that. But also at the same time, a little part of my brain is like, why do you keep adding things to your responsibilities? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but I'm, I'm super excited. So I feel like it's probably going to be worth it. Yeah, it sounds yeah. awesome. How did the moderating of the panels go? It was good. So we did 
two panels. They were with different people and different topics. We pre-recorded them in advance. So I sent them interview questions and we basically did like a Zoom panel for it. And then during the conference itself, it was all handled through Discord, which was kind of unique. So people that were like in the conference, they would jump into a different channel in Discord, depending on whatever panel they wanted to attend. And we dropped the video link into that Discord channel. And then they could text chat there with us while they were watching maybe on like a separate window, the YouTube video. Oh, okay. That's cool. So one of them was at like six in the morning, Arizona time. And I was like, not even brain functioning. I was there commenting and talking to people, but I'm pretty sure that nothing I said was like world shattering (laughs) in the text chat. (laughs) And then the other one was like a six at night or seven at night or something like that. And that one was definitely better attended. Um, and I think we had maybe better conversations because um, I was functioning by then. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then in addition to that, there were two other panels that they asked me to sort of basically just channel moderate like I didn't have to do the panel part but I was in the text chat introducing the video making sure that people's questions were answered and like talking to them and engaging with them so altogether, it was like four different panels that I was helping with okay it sounds fun yeah. 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 That's cool. Something different. I have never really done a panel moderation before, but it was almost like pop culture junkies just minus Michelle because it's like <laughs> you're asking questions and you know, you're trying to get like good answers and Yeah. That is cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think of a lot of projects that I want to do. And here's where I come in. I buy all the supplies to do these projects. And then I'm like, yeah, I don't want to do that anymore now. So I have a lot of, uh, I watched a lot of those videos on cake pop decoration. And I'm like, I'm going to make cake pops. I'm going to decorate them. And I have, there's probably 15 molds in my kitchen and all the supplies for it. And I have done it once. (laughs) And then I was like, yeah, I need to find something else to do with my time. (laughs) Was it too time consuming? Or was it just that like you did it and you checked that off? So then you got bored with it? I kind of just got bored with it. And then I still watched all the videos. And I'm like, I'm going to try that. I'm going to try that. And I have all the stuff and I got all the ideas. And then I'm like, "Mm, nah, it's all right. (laughs) I don't need to do it. And I said I wanted to write a children's book about Barnes and his bunny. That bunny goes everywhere. He will, he'll take the bunny into the bathroom and put it in the tub. And then he'll come back out here and get toys and go and take him to the tub. And he'll play like crazy because the ball can't roll away. So he likes it in the tub. And then he'll bring the bunny out, put the bunny back on the couch, go back and get his toys and bring him back out here. In my little cat's mind, he's having grand adventures with his bunny. I'm like, I'm gonna write about this. Nope. (laughs) I have a notebook that has it all laid out. And that's as far as that's gone as well. You're more of like an ideas person, like an idea generator. I can come up with the idea and then I get bored and my mind goes to something else. Or it's not even that I'm really bored with it. My mind just is on to something else. And I'm like, mm-hmm. that would be cool to do also. And I'm like, you can't do everything. So you've got to stop and choose one thing and do it. But my brain doesn't work that way. My brain's on something else immediately. And then I can't go back. <laughs> ADHD, folks. ADHD. <laughs> it's real. It's real. It is. <laughs> so... Anything that you've been watching, reading? I have not picked up a book since March. So 
I find that I do that. Um, I made my Goodreads challenge of, I think it was 24 books this year. I hit the 24 books and then I stopped reading. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I keep buying. I buy books, probably two, three books a week, but I haven't read any of them. Are you buying books or physical? Uh, both. So no. I've got to get back into that. What did I just buy? I have the blog. Um, I have her new book, uh, Broken, that I want to get into, but I just haven't taken the time to do it. But TV, I am watching Loki currently, mm. of course. Of course. Uh, Tom Hiddleston, hello. <laughs> Your soulmate husband. That's right. He doesn't know it yet, but yes. <laughs> yes. Of course, I tore through Winter Soldier and WandaVision and... I got back into, I had stopped watching it for a while, but something sucked me in one weekend. I'm back into 90 Day Fiance. Oh. And it's such a train wreck, but I'm like, let's get it on, folks. <laughs> <laughs> what else am I watching on TV? Criminal Minds, of course, because I don't care how many times I watch it. I watch Criminal Minds over and over. And Friends. Mm -hmm. Friends, Friends has made ending. a resurgence since they had their, um. The reunion special. Their, yeah. The Did reunion. you watch it? No, I didn't. It was so good. It was so interesting to to hear some of the things and and you know Matthew Perry. He just looks so sad. Mm. And they said it was because he had just had uh, dental surgery mm -hmm. from a dental emergency that had happened, and that's why. But I'm like, he just seemed so sad. And when he was talking about all of his issues on the show, because I mean, he had a huge drug addiction on the show. That in his mind, when they would record, and he would mentally note who was getting the most reaction, and if he wasn't getting laughs because Chandler was supposed to be the funny guy, if he wasn't getting laughs, it would just tear him up and he suffered a lot of mental distress over it because he felt that he wasn't doing his job and he felt that he just wasn't good enough to be there that was really interesting to hear him talk about it but yeah it was good it was a good time I love that show. <laughs> I was obsessed with that show. Like I have never participated in like obsessively making sure that I'm there watching something as much as I did with friends. I friends for me, but it was Buffy the Vampire Slayer. That was my do not disturb me. Do not do anything. That hour that that show is on, leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. I remember feeling that way a little bit about Party of Five for a while too. Yeah. I have... Because I work from home also, I have the TV on for background noise, and I usually just leave it on TBS because it's Everybody Loves Raymond, George Lopez, Two Broke Girls, and Friends are their blocks. And I've seen them all, so I don't have to worry about it. I can just let them play in the background, and I have the noise, but I know what it is, so I don't have to keep looking up. Yeah. But I do get distracted for Friends, <laughs> and I'll forget what I'm doing at work, and I'll just be watching the TV. <laughs> So I will watch Twitch. I have become obsessed with watching Twitch streamers roleplay Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> I haven't and got into that yet. It would probably be bad. I like I'll even get the alerts when they're going live. So I'll watch them. And then one of the streamers that I really like, I got gifted a sub so I can watch them without any commercials. And it's bad. It's like reinforcing my addiction. And then there are a bunch of people who they'll watch the streamers and then they'll clip like the best parts or the funny parts and they'll put them on YouTube. Mm -hmm. So then I go down a YouTube rabbit hole where I'm watching like all the things I missed yeah. um, from all those clips. It's bad. Yeah, I can, <laughs> I, I've avoided Twitch. I have friends that do it. And they're like, oh, come watch me. And I'm like, I would get so stuck on that. It would be worse than yeah, TikTok. Yeah, it really is. Because I still, every once in a while, I find myself, the people that I follow on TikTok... 
That's what I usually, when I'm eating dinner, I'm usually watching my TikToks for the day. It's so sad. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> I, if I see that they're li- on live, I will lose hours just watching it. So yeah, Twitch would be bad yeah. for me. Agree. And the ones on TikTok that go live are usually like the farmers. So mm-hmm. it'll just be them holding the camera up and their horses are running in the field and I will watch it. I don't care. I will watch it. They don't have to talk. Those horses are just running and I'm watching and people are asking stupid questions and I will sit there the entire time and just watch. You're like all in. (laughs) And then I'm like, 90 minutes went by the other day. I didn't even realize it. I had turned it on and I saw they were live. So I just clicked on it while I was doing something and I got distracted watching it. (laughs) I'm like, this is bad. This is really bad. One of the Twitch streamers that I watched, she was on sort of in the evening. And so I was doing something and kind of watching it on my second screen. And my mom like walked in the door and she was like, are you playing a game with people? And I was like, no, I'm watching someone else play a game with people. (laughs) (laughs) Mind your own business, mom. Yeah. That'd be my mom too. What are you doing? (laughs) Well, (sighs) I'm watching other people role play in a video game and I'm really invested in their storylines okay that's right it's like watching my soap opera i watch my soap opera every day for the same reason i complain about my soap opera every day but i watch it general hospital general hospital <laughs> they're they're having a soap event in here in phoenix in i think it's november and i'm like am i buying tickets am i buying tickets am i buying tickets am i going am i going you're not going but i guarantee you i'm gonna buy tickets and go oh i'm going there was what was it the daytime emmys or something that just happened they were horrible it was such a horrible production was it yeah it was very hastily slapped together the introductions were done by like a a google gps voice and they didn't pronounce the character or actor names correctly most of the time so it it was horrible they'd pan out to the audience and it was uh i think the only actors they really invited if they were presenting or if they want they knew they were going to win because they'd pan out to the audience and it was fillers and it's like very hastily put together very crappy yeah if you're gonna come back and like do it in person again then you should do it right exactly so well i was noticing that i can't remember the name of the actor who plays jason steve burton steve burton he was like he co-hosts on like extra or something or he was i don't know if it was specifically for that or if he does it all the time but i remember from like watching general hospital back in high school he has maybe had some work done i don't know he just looks so interesting now yeah yeah like your face is very um very interesting and then i saw the actor that plays sunny corinthos Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, Sonny, I used to have such a crush on you, and you're an older man now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Maurice Bernard's interesting. <laughs> I'm not a fan, really, but um, he does a podcast where they talk about mental health, mm-hmm. and I've listened to a couple of them because I like the guests that he's had on, and they are really good. I mean, I can't say anything bad about it, but... They're interesting. It's interesting what people, I mean, and you, you know, you see a celebrity and you think how wonderful their life is. And then they talk about it and you're like, oh, you really aren't, you really do have a lot of issues. Kind of like me with all your issues. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So that was interesting. Yeah. I finally got around to finishing season two of The Circle. (laughs) What'd you think? I love and hate that show. Like the fact that they always have a cliffhanger you cannot right. just watch I'm like stop and this season how they did it they just do four episodes and then the cliffhanger for the week I'm like oh my god <laughs> the worst but I enjoyed it who did you want to win 
I was torn. I was uh, Delisa who won. I really liked her, so I was okay with her winning. And I liked, um, I can't think of his name, the brother. Um, Oh, crap. What is his name? Oh, um... I want to say Joel, and it's not Joel. Joel was the brother. Oh, what was his name? I'm looking, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. The one that never wore a shirt. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, um. I was kind of laughing um, watching it. Yeah, Mitchell. Him, but also the girl that was Lance Bass's assistant. Yes. I was like, are they talking to anybody? Like, are they messaging anyone? Is there something that maybe we're not seeing? Because it doesn't look like they're putting it very much effort. They said that there's so much that they, of course, they don't show because they have to cut it down. Because then I got obsessed with it and I applied to be on an upcoming season. (laughs) Yes, I did. Yay. Yes, I did. That's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) and i was watching the thing about it though and they can chat for i think it was five hours of chatting Mm. but and of course everybody they're like everybody's chatting and jack who was uh playing as emily the girl he said that he had had a conversation with delisa playing trevor that was he said it was so very emotional and the things they talked about and they cut it completely out so there's things they're just not showing but I did not want Lee to win River mm-hmm. at all. Same. And I liked him. I just, he started driving me crazy towards mid-season. And I'm like, I cannot with this guy. I thought when they were talking about like what they wanted and he was like, well, I just want a pool. I was like, okay, you're not on my list. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, I don't want you to win. I don't know like when Lance Bass first came on or whatever. And everybody was like, what would you do with the money? And he was like, oh, I would do a tour or whatever. I was like, that yeah, okay, we didn't sing back together. That was a bad. That was a bad choice. I know, I know, but I'm like, I I understood her dilemma and what to say there. Uh, because what are you going to say if you say you're gonna give it to charity? They're gonna want to know what charity. Mm-hmm. And is if she doesn't say the right charity, they'd be like, well, this isn't Lance Bass. So she tried to play that joke, and they're like, yeah, no. <laughs> it was interesting to see how sometimes the players would be like, okay, yeah, this conversation went really well. I'm really happy about that. And then they cut to the person they were talking to and the person was like, (laughs) what a jerk. I can't believe they were talking about that. (laughs) That's how I felt with Courtney through most of his conversations. Whoever he talked to was like, that went so well. I think it's so good. I got Courtney on my side and Courtney's all, (laughs) (laughs) And for weeks after that damn show was over, I was all, babes. I'm like, oh, please stop saying that. (laughs) I love that Essex accent. I know. I do too. Yeah, and it's filmed in London, so I'm like, pick me, let me go to London. Yeah, that'd be good. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I know, I'm like, I'm not going to apply for this. This is stupid. Then I sat there and filled it out anyway. Okay, so if they chose you and you were selected to be in the circle, what would be your strategy? I would... Try to play it as close to myself as possible, but I mean, I would have to see the other players and how alliances seem to be forming. Because I mean, it's so obvious when an alliance is forming with people and who's going to be the most popular to decide who I want to try to be buddy buddy to. I wouldn't catfish, I don't think, but you never know. <laughs> I'm a catfish as you. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think out of all of the like jobs in the circle, I want to be what's the host name? She always has like a funny remark. Michelle, Michelle I want her job because like she would have like a audio commentary after something happened, and it was always like so funny. So I know I loved her too. What would your strategy be? <sighs> Well, I think that if you were there, like in the beginning, it would be a super easy strategy to make an alliance with the other girls that are in the circle. And stay loyal to them because you saw how that fell apart. (laughs) Yeah, I thought like I was on that girl's side, but she made a mistake with that and not choosing the girls. So yes. Yeah. Yeah. I love that show. And there was a London version also that I think I saw they ended up canceling, but the London version aired on TV every night. It was like half an hour every night. Oh, wow. I'm like, I guess you get to know them better if you're watching them every night for X amount of weeks, but I would get bored watching every night, I think. Yeah. You'd have to be really committed. Yeah. I have the TV on in my background. I don't know why I don't shut it off because I keep looking at it. It's that it's on TBS. It's that the cube with Dwayne Wade and they, they have to go, it's a game show and they have to go into this cube, which is uh they play all these, there's, they look like they're simple games, but they are not. It's like throwing a, this guy's trying to roll a ball up a hoop and it has to go through the hoop and into a garbage can. Oh. And the cube talks to you and he's like snarky ass cube. <laughs> I keep looking at it and I'm like, dude, dude, what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> so what next anything you're looking forward to seeing other than our awesome black widow i don't like horror movies but i'm kind of interested in the purge forever (laughs) it'll scare the hell out of me and i will have lights on in the house for weeks afterwards i don't know why i every time i see the commercials i'm like i'm really gonna watch that i'm gonna watch that Are you going to go to the theater? I have no idea. I w- I offered to rent out a theater for Black Widow for my family and nobody was interested. Oh, wow. So then my sister messaged me the other day and says, what day are we going? I'm like, well, none of you ever replied to me, so I didn't do it. Because AMC only has one theater that they offer and they only do two shows a day because they steam clean in between. So I'm like, you guys didn't say anything, so I didn't do it. So I spent $30 to watch it on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't know if it's on for the whole the whole account or just my account, but you can watch it once I get it. Oh, I'll have to look into that then. Yeah, I've been watching. I think Raya and the Last Dragon was on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. That was a good one. I liked that. Did you watch Luca yet? Yes, that was cute too. I haven't watched that one yet. I need to watch that. Yeah, watch that one. It's cute. Space Jam's on HBO HBO Max. I'm, I'm debating. I'm gonna watch Space Jam. <laughs> I finally got around to watching Shazam and I thought that was good. I haven't seen that yet. I said I was going to watch it when it came out in theaters and I never did. And then it was only on like HBO and I kept saying, I'm going to watch it on HBO and I never did. So then one day I was like, I am going to watch it today. Like today is the day. So my mom happened to be on the couch with me and we watched it together and she liked it too. Like that is not the type of movie she would ever (laughs) watch on purpose. So she was like trapped, but then she always like watches stuff that I put on and she ends up liking it. So <laughs> yeah, um, I haven't watched Shazam. I meant to and I never did either. There's so many movies that I've always I meant to watch that and I just didn't do it. I know. Like the opportunity just passes and then that's it. I know, and it's, it ends up on a streaming service. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna watch it while it's on the streaming service and then I forget and it's gone when I think about it again. 
Oh, I watched Moxie. Did you end up watching Moxie on Netflix? No. That was a good one. I have to look at that. I was excited when they said it was coming out. I think it was either directed or produced by Amy Poehler. And Mm -hmm. um, I had found the book that it's based on at the Powell's Bookstore here in Portland. So I had that book. And then when I found out they were making it into a Netflix movie, I was so excited. So I watched it and they actually did the book Decent Justice. Like I wasn't super disappointed with the adaptation. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have to look at that. Sounds good. Um, Trying to think of what else is coming out. Something's coming out at the end of this month. I saw it was going to be on HBO Max also. I remember now. Are you going to go see The Fast and the Furious? I was thinking about it, but I don't think I saw the last one. So. (laughs) I didn't either. I stopped watching the full Fast and the Furious movies when Paul Walker passed away. I saw the last one that he did, and then I haven't watched any of them since. Um, I think they're played out at this point. (laughs) And they're already talking about two more of them and spinoffs. And I'm like, come on, guys. (laughs) You have drove this into the ground. (laughs) They're milking it for all it's worth. I mean, you had them jumping out of airplanes in their cars uh come on (laughs) it's enough by now yeah my um stepdad saw one of the previews for the new one that's coming out and he was like is the fast and the furious like superhero movie now because they're like doing all this inhuman stuff now and i'm like "Mm." (laughs) and john cena and vin diesel being brothers just does not cut it for me (laughs) i'm like what is that (laughs) I could buy Jason Statham and Luke Evans as being brothers, but I cannot buy Vin and Cena. No, that was, um, I mean, they already challenge your belief system with the movies, but now you're really just egging us on. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. I'm like, nah, 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 (laughs) nah, too much. Are you interested at all in the Witcher con that they're promoting? Yeah, that looks cool. Excited about that. That should I'm be- ready for season two of that to just get here. And Stranger Things, I'm ready for the next season and Good Omens. And I'm excited for season two of Never Have I Ever. I know you didn't see that, but I highly recommend the first season. Yeah, <laughs> I have to check it out too. I don't. I have so many things. That people are like, oh, watch this, and I I just keep writing them down, and I'm like, I've got a list. <laughs> yeah, I think those are the main things that are coming up that I. I'm keeping tabs on, at least right now. Yeah. Mad Monsters happening here this weekend. And I'm not going, of course, but it looks like it's uh, doing really good so far. Everybody's raving about it. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I think people were ready for something to come back. Upon life to come back. Yeah, yeah. And most of our social circle for Blue Ribbon Army is all over there, but I am not. You're like, I'm not ready. <laughs> I'm not ready. Uh, yeah, I have a... I'm like, again, I am such an extrovert that I can't stand being home. But since this pandemic and since cancer, I am struggling to go out. I don't want to go out. I don't want to see anybody. So Understandable. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, it's killed me. My doctor the other day asked me if I wanted a cane, her to prescribe a cane for me because the chemo attacked the muscles in my legs so bad that I had a limp before from the muscle, from the nerve damage, but now it's more pronounced because... It um, just totally destroyed the muscles in my legs. 
And I mean, even my my elbows, uh, they hurt. My knees hurt all the time. My elbows hurt all the time. Mm. Because that's what chemo does. It's destroying the bad cells, but it finds something else on your body to attach to. It happened to be my joints. So I'm like, constant pain. She's like, do you want a cane? And I'm like, no, I don't want a cane. I'm like, what the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> and she's like, Michelle. <laughs> I'm not trying to be rude. I'm just saying it might help. I'm like, no, I don't want a cane. I'm all offended. And she says, do you want a scooter? And I had to stop and think about it for a second. I'm like, no, I don't want a scooter. What's wrong with you? She's like, I'm just trying to help you. Don't be offended. I know. But my brothers and a couple of friends have been like, why didn't you tell her yes to a scooter? Oh my God. Can you imagine what we could do to that scooter? I'm like, I don't want a scooter. You're like, it's not a toy. I know. But if you didn't get a cane, you are one step closer to being a villain. A super That is very true. That is very true. My best friend, Rose, when she was here, probably been at least... 13 years ago she bought a cane for her aunt who uses a cane in tucson and she goes to get on the plane when they're leaving and tsa pulls her out of the line and you know they're basically telling her she's gonna be on no fly list this is terrorism blah 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 and she's like what is going on she bought this cane not knowing that the cane was actually a sword that came out of the cane are you kidding? <laughs> yes. And they confiscated it. And she was so mad. And they're like, you know, we could put you on a do not fly list for this. And she is like, I didn't even know. I'm like, that would be me. I'm going to get this cane. And one day it's going to fall and this sword's going to pop out. I'm going to be like, whoa. <laughs> You're like, I didn't know that was there. <laughs> I am truly now a villain. Yes. <laughs> get like a big gold ring for your pinky right. and like a gold encrusted top to their cane right <laughs> so i can be all a uh, mafia super villain <laughs> i'll be all kiss my ring Come on. <laughs> yeah that's how it started and those things i'm like no i don't want that no i don't want that and everybody's like why didn't you say yes and i'm like because i don't want it <laughs> I don't want to have to say that that's where I am in life and that I'm not eligible for knee replacement surgery Mm -hmm. until I'm 65. So what? Because knee replacements, they end up doing, they only last for X amount of years. So they're like, if we gave it to, you did a knee replacement to fix the problem, there's no saying in 10 years, we're not going to have to do it again. Why is that age dependent? That should be need dependent. I know because they just don't like, they just, that's how they are. They don't, insurance will fight it. So I think because the insurance is going to fight it, they just tell you're not eligible. Which, I mean, that was fine. I didn't really want knee replacement surgery anyway, but it gave me some sort of options here other than telling me, well, here's a cane. Yeah. So I really don't want to walk with a cane. <laughs> Doesn't it seem like we should be advanced enough in our technology that we can do, like, robot knees now or something? Right? I would... I, there's so many things that I'm like, why are we not... <laughs> no, I actually, I do believe that they can... They choose not to. It's just like, I always, I I firmly believe they have cures for most disease and they just choose not to. Because they make more money on medication. Medicine, yeah. Yeah, because that's what they can do is that I can get collagen, well, if my insurance will approve it, shot into my knees every six weeks. 
but I mean, I've met my deductible this year, my maximum deductible, so I'm not paying for anything. But next year, it's like $1,000 each time. So, I mean, they make so much money. That's crazy. Off of just doing the medications and injections. They get paid $1,000 to stab you in your knee. And it hurts. They come at you with this big needle and I thought I was going to have a heart attack the first time it happened. And it was just after I had that blood clot and we knew that I was going to bleed. But (laughs) the nurse was like, I got it. I got it. I'm prepared for it. She shot it into my knee. I thought I was going to die. I mean, because when you call it hits, it stiffens immediately. So it can mold to your to your joints. It's the most bizarre sensation to start with. She pulls the needle out and nothing happens. So we're like, okay. And she's like, okay, well, let's start uh, bending it to get it to your knee going. I bent my knee and blood just gushed out. The nurse and I are both just open mouth, just staring. <laughs> and she's like, I didn't expect that. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> so you projectile bleeding on the nurse. <laughs> I know. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> interesting (laughs) yeah that's the fun medical stuff in my life right now (laughs) well speaking of body stuff i guess Mm -hmm. (laughs) i've been going back to zumba now that i feel a little bit more safe going to the gym Uh and i am back to fighting with girls in zumba Oh, you're such a bully in Zumba. It's true. <laughs> My cousin lives in in Portland and she teaches Zumba. She does it from home though. And she'd invited me to do one of her beginner's classes. But she does them on Tuesdays, which is my busiest day of the week at work. And she's like, it's only 45 minutes. And I'm like, I don't really know if I can get 45 minutes spare time. but And I couldn't. But yeah, she's like, come join Zumba. It's so much fun. And I'm like, at least if it's online, I won't be fighting with people. Because I'm like, Stephanie fights with people when she goes. (laughs) It is fun. But I don't know. I'm just like such a pain in the butt when it comes to like, I don't know, judging teachers. Like I just want a teacher that dances and has good routines. I feel like I get cranky when their routines don't make sense. Like if you're doing, I think standard would be like repeating something for a four count or an eight count, right? That seems reasonable. But I've had teachers that are doing like two count change-ups and like everybody's lost. Or I had a teacher here in Portland that I was like, I'm not going to her class anymore because she wasn't dancing to the natural beat of the music. So it didn't make sense Like her routines just didn't make sense. They weren't like tied to the music, which is half the fun. And I've had teachers that look so stiff. They look like they're Barbie dolls trying to do these routines. So I don't know. I think I'm super picky, but at some point I'm going to find a teacher that I really like. Not to add to your list of things to do in life, but have you thought about teaching yourself? I have thought about it. I don't think I could at this point yet because I'm just barely getting back. So I feel like I can't even catch my breath walking from the parking lot to the gym, let alone leading an hour class. (laughs) But my mom has said the same thing. She's like, why don't you just teach it then? I'm like, I could try. And then maybe I would shut up because I'd realize how hard it is to teach it. Yeah. Yeah. And then you'd be like, okay, I'm done judging. Right. I'll, I'll stop being a pain in the ass now. Have you heard of um, the Blue Ice Barbarians or whatever it's called? The books? No. Am I going to die? So 
there is an author and she writes about these like blue ice planet barbarians i think is what it's called so she has a book series and it's not reverse harem but it is romance and Uh it's like all of these human women they were abducted by an alien race they were put into a pod that the aliens ship like i forget it came under attack or something happened so all the girls that are in the pod it got ejected onto this ice planet and they were discovered by these blue barbarians so yeah she has like 30 something books in this series like it's crazy how many books she has written about all of these women with the art ice barbarians but people on tiktok or book talk are like just talking about it nonstop right now and it's funny because one girl on tiktok she was like i dressed up my husband as a blue ice planet barbarian and like she painted his body blue to match like the characters in the books (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh oh yeah it's pretty funny oh my gosh yeah book talk is crazy it's true i'm sure it's because you and mala either like them or you're watching their their uh tiktoks so i get a lot of them and i'm like what the heck is this and why is it coming to me (laughs) my tiktok algorithm is so bizarre it's so bizarre anymore it is i got really into farm talk Mm. it's people who and they're not really even farmers they have hobby farms where the animals are pets so one of them has a bunch of goats and pigs and mini horses. And one of them just has uh, mini pigs. And one's a llama farm. And there's a couple of horse farms. And I'm like, my algorithm is full of those. Uh, <laughs> I got a whole bunch of baby beaver ones the other day. And, <laughs> <laughs> and then cats. Mm. I get a lot of cats. And then I get those Marvel point of views. Mm-hmm. The point of view series. I get a lot of those and then I get sucked into them. So then I'm going back and I'm watching them all. And I'm like, these are stupid. <laughs> and some of them are very childishly wrote. I don't know why I keep staring at them, but I do. And I will go back and I'll watch from the beginning and I'm complaining the whole time. Oh my God, this is so juvenile. <laughs> but that's why you keep seeing them because you're watching them. I know. And I'm like, what is this? <laughs> And then I see, uh, I see a lot of book talk. I'm like, where are the hot cops? Why don't I have them anymore? But I don't have any of them anymore. You're gonna have to go search them um, so you can start adding them again. I know. And be like, yeah, I gotta follow some of these people and add some new people. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's everything that I wanted to cover. Anything else we should hit up? I'm trying to think. I don't know. I don't think so. We're going to stop this and I'm going to think of a whole bunch of things. It's true. I'm like, oh, oh, why did we talk about that, Stephanie? <laughs> <laughs> Let me add it for next Saturday. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, I can't think of anything else. I think we can close it up. Do you want to close it? So thanks for geeking out with us and joining us for the start of season two. We will be back again quickly because we have a really cool interview set up that we're going to be recording in the next week or so we're at pop culture junkies on instagram we will probably have some giveaways and fun things happening there plus you can geek out with us every week yes definitely and you can also geek out with us on twitter at junkies pop j-u-n-k-e-e-s-p-o-p and we're trying to be more active over there as well so so come uh, say hi join us bye bye